Hello, and welcome to the Convos with Kayla podcast. On this podcast, I will be sharing what God has been teaching me lately while also featuring guests on the show. This is a relaxed place to feel like you're having a cup of coffee or tea and talking about Christian lifestyle with vulnerability, challenging ourselves on our beliefs and actions as believers of Jesus, growing deeper in scripture, sharing testimonies of God's faithfulness, and exploring how we can grow deeper in love with our King while living for His glory. Make sure to subscribe, share with your friends, and enjoy the episode. Welcome back, everyone. Super excited to have you here. And I'm actually super pumped about this episode because I have kind of an old friend from the past and it's kind of like a blast from the past. So it'll be super fun. Um, So a few episodes ago, or maybe it was last episode, I don't know which, but I posted an episode with my friend Zach and we talked about uh, filmmaking. We talked about his podcast and kind of the real estate world. Well, this one is also a friend that I met in high school, but this time we're going to be talking about music and composing. So we're kind of like switching directions, but we're still in the arts field, which is super exciting, super passionate about that. So um, yeah, I want to introduce you guys to my friend, Jared. So welcome to the show, Jared. Yeah, thanks for having me on. I love podcasts. They're, they're a blast. Oh, same. That's like one of the reasons I wanted to start one. I was just like... Yes. Love the podcast circle. It's awesome. Well, um, would you mind telling it a little bit about yourself? Sure. Yeah. So, um, like it was said, I've been kind of dabbling in the realm of music for the past few years. I decided right around the end of high school to take it seriously and, you know, take a shot at it to see if I could do anything with it and possibly make a career out of it or half of a career out of it. And then wait tables, the other half kind of a deal. (laughs) And so um, for the past five or six years, you know, I went through college and learned how to write music and compose music um, for like the classical circles. Hmm. Um, And then I started seeing all the possibilities in like commercial music making. So things for like film or TV games, especially um commercials even and things like that and just realizing that oh wow this this could actually work I could actually do this um so I kept going at it and now at this present time I'm still like actively studying taking lessons on like a grad level but now I'm starting to write for for actual films and and enjoying it and loving it all the way so that's so cool wow I love seeing people pursue their passions like I just get so on fire about that. So it's so cool. Um, You are currently, I don't know if you're allowed to share this. So if you're not, that's okay. Um, But you are currently, or you have already produced music for uh, Nathan Blair's film, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, we are in the process of wrapping up the new film, Stealing the Show. Nice. Yeah. So cool. And that's not your first film, right? For music. It's my first feature film. For music, I had done short films before, but a feature film was definitely a, a different animal. For oh, sure. man. Yeah. Wow. I have like no idea how to like, you know, do music and film. And so <laughs> I leave that to you guys. Like you do great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's definitely not my, uh, my specialty. So, 
Oh, so cool. So um, I don't know if you maybe have listened to a few of the episodes, no worries if you haven't, but to give you kind of what we do on the show, um, I usually ask people what God has been teaching them lately, just because I want it to feel like we're having, you know, just a, an awesome conversation together. Um, so would you mind kind of telling me what God has been teaching you lately? Yeah, it's actually, I think it's kind of cool. Honestly, I mean, hopefully I would think it's kind of cool. Um, <laughs> is I've been, I don't know what started it, but I just started thinking about um, how we are called to to excellence in all things. Mm. Um, you know, there are se- several, ver- I think one verse says we are called to excellence in, in all things. And I started realizing like, man, that that sounds really, really hard because I was thinking in all things or in all things that I do. Um, Cause I was like, do I have to be excellent at cooking dinner? And do I have to be excellent at, at teaching and excellent at composing and excellent at this, that, and the other thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, no, I don't, I don't think it's, I think it's, we're called to be excellent in, in what we do. And then I was thinking, so then I can't do every single thing like that pops into my mind. If I want to be like good at anything and have a, big impact with anything that I do um and that's started to really affect composing and and music just because of of realizing that even though it's 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 one thing that gets to do a bunch of different things but um knowing that God has called me to be the best composer I can be and it's all right if I don't know anything about uh, other other things because yeah. like this is where god has called me to make an impact and, and to serve him and so being the best i can be or quote being excellent in that allows me to to serve people the best right so saying no to things enables me to serve people better in in, in the music that i'm writing because it's allowed me to get better at, at the music that i'm writing wow I've been reading this book by this guy named Jordan Rayner, and it's called Master of One. Yeah, it's called Master of One. It, it basically just talks about this principle of, you know, we can't serve people in every capacity imaginable or every capacity that's available to us. It's just we have to sleep and we have to eat. We can't do anything. Unfortunately, we're not infinite beings, right? And so... Um, that's just been something that's been really working on me. And it's, it's allowed me to really enjoy the process of composing um, and enjoy learning more about it. Um, because I know it's a, getting better at something is from God's perspective, something that's really good. You know, I mean, Jesus had to make, probably made really good tables, right? And he had to learn how to do it too. And so it's like, I'm reflecting my creator as I get better at music and as I create and try to showcase his kindness through the music I write. I'm rambling, but it's been really cool. No, man, that was so good. You like started the podcast out with a bang. That was amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That was so good. You know, it actually reminds me of something um, that I read in a book as well. Uh, It's called To Hell with the Hustle. It's by Jefferson Bethke. And he's basically talking about, you know, rest and trying to take off time so you can rest and rejuvenate. But he was saying like, if you don't have time to say no, then you're saying yes to too many things. And so I don't know, it kind of goes along with what you were saying. And yeah, man, I, I love all of that. That's super good. 
Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing. That was so good. Yeah. Well, cool. Okay. So let's dive in to the official questions. Um, even though that was an official question, that was an awesome answer. Good job. <laughs> um, okay. So could you kind of tell us about your journey of becoming a composer and starting off with music and all of that? Sure. Um, <laughs> well, where do I start? So I've kind of always been around music um, or music has always been around me rather because, <laughs> um, you know, my mom was a um, piano performer for like the first start of her career and she's maintained being a really good pianist for a while. Um, and so I've always kind of been around music. Um, and then when I was really young, like I was in a choir and, and did some stuff. And then when we moved to Colorado, to the middle of nowhere, Colorado, there weren't really any arts. So there was like this long stint where I wasn't really doing music. Um, though I still like film scores. Film scores probably bridged or the bridge of that gap. And yeah. then um, I think I really started figuring out I liked music um, through musicals because like I enjoyed doing musicals and they were fun and exciting and tech weeks are a blast and crazy and you know the crucible of tech weeks and all that and but I, I started finding that I latched onto the music more than the acting more and more um, and that's what I looked forward to more and more was like the, the singing in the musical not necessarily the dancing or the acting though I still like those things yeah um, and then I think when I really started thinking that maybe writing music was kind of my corner of music was when I had a high school theory teacher that was, first of all, just a really good theory teacher, Daphne Fine. Mm -hmm. um, and then she also just really started encouraging me to maybe just do a little extra thing with the homework and stuff like that. And, you know, in a sense of what a good teacher should do of letting me know that I'm fairly good at music theory, you know, and, and giving me more to, to digest and, and do. Um, and then I went off to college and started out as music ed. Um, Cause I, I kind of did that thing that I've always been like, no, don't do this. But I was like, well, this is an easy job when I get out of college, this is good. You know, it's, it's that, and it was, it's still music, you know, so it's not like I'm, becoming an accounting major, no offense against accounting majors, right. one of my best friends is an accounting major, but um, ironically. Um, but you know, I did that and I liked it. I liked the ed classes, they were exciting, um, some more than others. And then uh, my, the end of my sophomore year, the university like did a whole revamp of the music program. Mm. Um, changed like, credit loads and, and hours and the classes you have to take. And then they made a composition major. Um, I was like, Ooh, well, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. So I did all the checks to make sure that I wouldn't have to stay an extra semester and, and all that. And it ended up working out. And so I switched and started my composition major my junior year. Um, so two years into college, I switched. Wow. That, um, and that was just awesome. Yeah. I loved every minute of that. And then um, I bumped into this guy named Brett Inslee, who is a um, composer slash turned producer um, in Greenville, South Carolina. Um, and so I started kind of like taking lessons with him outside of college about like music production and all that stuff. Cause I started realizing that I was like, I can write all this music on sheet music 
Mm. But it's just going to stay sheet music and, you know, no one's going to hear it unless I know how to produce music. And um, through lessons with him, I started realizing, oh, wow, I can make really cool sounding music without other people as, mm. as bad as that sounds. But like yeah. there are these programs where you can make a pretty realistic sounding orchestra and it's like you can make orchestral music without an orchestra, wow. which I mean, everyone wants an orchestra, but you can do it without one. And I was like, whoa, this is weird. This is cool. <laughs> um, and then what turned me on the film music was um, this one film major um, had a moment of insanity and was like, you want to write music for my senior film? And I was like, oh, sure. <laughs> and so I wrote like a couple things and I was like, oh, this is cool. Um, and then now with these, um, when I started like a grad school thing, I went to a college. The only reason I came to this university was because of one of the composition professors because wow. his lessons is scoring to picture all the time. Mm -hmm. um, and, and he actually teaches online because he lives in LA, you know, scoring movies and stuff. And yeah. so I came here to learn from him. Um, and so about senior year of college to, to now has been where like I've actually started getting projects and being able to write for things and um, it taking up most of my working time, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and so, so now I'm here. Wow. That is amazing. I'm like, you know, like I said, you're a blast from the past, you know, right. But like, I haven't caught up with you. And so like hearing all this, I'm like, Oh my gosh, like that's a ton. <laughs> Super cool. Wow. You know, you really like you and a few other couple of my friends that are also in the music industry, you guys like you musicians are so inspiring to me. Like I did the music theory class in our school um, for like the shortest time because yeah. I dropped out afterwards. I was like, no, I'm not about this. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll leave that to you guys. <laughs> yeah. So way to go. Like, wow. I like I said, that's just amazing and uh, super cool. So, Thanks. man, I love hearing like backstories on how people get started and um, how that passion grew inside of them. And um, so super cool. Okay. So, well, I mean, you kind of already talked about this, but I'll still ask you, um, how did you know this passion was something that you wanted to pursue? Hmm. Um, well, um, I guess the easy answer would be to say that, um, throughout high school when I find myself daydreaming is centered around this kind of deal. Um, but I think one of the things was, um, like I have a passion about a lot of things. I have a passion about music. Um, I really enjoy biology. I have a, a passion about climbing. I have a passion about backpacking and a passion about movies and, and passions about all sorts of things, right? Um, am I a good scientist? No. <laughs> um, am I a great climber? No, I'm, I'm pretty average, you know, am I, am I skilled in ice climbing? No, I'm not, but I happen to be skilled at music. Um, and so it's, I, I'm super passionate about this and the passion has lasted for who knows how many years and hasn't, it's just kind of grown mm. as I get better at it. Um, and so I think if you wanted to think about it really black and white, music ended up being where my passions and skill sets kind of intersect. Hmm. Um, and then scoring the picture into film kind of is the intersection of my passion for music and my skill set in music. And also my passion and experience of storytelling too, just how 
movies and stories have affected me. And I was like, oh, well, I can do that through scoring yeah. the too. Because I'm an awful filmmaker, but I have a passion about films too. So, you know, yeah. that's how it, that's how it works. Wow. I love that. Wow. You know, I've never heard that perspective before. Like you have all these different passions, but figure out that one that you really like, you're actually good at, you know, and like working in that. So, wow. Yeah. Huh. That's making me think. That was a really good answer. Thanks. Uh, wow. Because I think it's like, oftentimes like passion and motivation um in some ways often follow um like proficiency too mm. of like i think one of the big reasons why i feel more passionate about music now than i did my freshman year of college is because i'm more proficient at it and i'm able to just to do better stuff and so i think that's kind of another aspect of the skill set and passions connecting also I think it's also like it's a feedback loop of passion makes you want to get better. And as you get better, you get more passionate and then you start get passionate, getting passionate about getting better and you just enjoy learning and it just, you know, snowballs. Yeah. <laughs> we love yeah. the snowballs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so good. Wow. Yeah. Hey, you don't have the snowballs or I should say you don't have the like huge snowman without those snowballs. So you got to, you know, keep going. Right. Yeah. You got to, <laughs> I have the, the strangest pictures in my mind. Like <laughs> I, I don't share the most of the time, but this time I did. So take it or leave it. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. So when you are down with creating music, cause I'm sure you have those days. I mean, you could be perfect, who knows? But um, when you have those moments of being down and your music isn't turning out how you expected or how you wanted it to, what is something that helps you get out of that place, out of that rut or um, lack of creativity? Like what helps you with that? Hmm. Um, I think one of the, there, there are a couple of little like hacks that I'll do, um, a walk, is the biggest in terms of like anything that helps me get out of just like a purely creative rut and like I'm the worst musician ever because I can't come up with anything and also that you know downward spiral rut walks are miracle workers um yeah. rainmaker yeah <laughs> um and then um so walks are great um just any time where like I'm sure any anyone's experienced this in anything that they do. You you're working for a long time and things just start getting kind of foggy and and you're not thinking straight and it's almost like in your mind everything is blurry like it's like blurry thinking vision and it's just like okay like that was happening today. I was scoring, um, I'm writing music as a as a pitch. So like a filmmaker sent me a scene. He wants me to score to see if he likes how I do it, so that to see if he wants me to do the whole film. And I was doing it and that like almost like tunnel vision, blurred mind thinking started to happen. I was like, okay. So I, I got up and I went and made some tea and did some like fidgeted for a while and then came back and it was great. So I think also realizing um, when you need a break mm -hmm. is probably the second best thing ever, which I mean, it's the same as a walk. Um, and then another big thing is even if I'm not feeling creative, I still need to sit down and write because more often than not, even if I'm not like feeling creative and feel the spark yeah. and all that stuff, if I sit down within 30 minutes, things will start flowing, mm -hmm. right? So um, working in a creative industry doesn't, to me, doesn't give me license to think, oh, I can, I work whenever the creative spark comes. Right. I kind of treat it 
in essence, like a nine to five job of like, I got to show up for work. Some days are going to be more productive than others, just like at any other job. But just the fact that it's a creative job doesn't mean that I don't get to show up when I'm not feeling it. And that, that's another thing. The consistency of that kind of sets me up so that when creativity comes, you know, I'm, I'm there writing to catch it, you know, that's, wow. a, that's another big thing. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. So have you had some like songs that you wrote or composed? Is writing the like right term, I guess? Yeah, writing, yeah. composed. Okay. Shows you how much I know, but um, <laughs> so those songs that you are writing, like, are there some songs that you're like, okay, that completely sucked. We are not using that. Like, have you had that happen before? Oh yeah. I feel like I delete way more stuff than I write. Oh really? Than, than I keep. Yeah. Wow. Uh, like a lot of the, um, like the thing I was, I was doing this, this afternoon, I probably deleted 80% of, of what I recorded. I had this little like synthesizer, which is like an electronic instrument. And I would do something and be like, oh, that was garbage. And then delete. <laughs> My roommate can testify to that. I'll be like, oh, that was garbage, Jared. I could say that out loud all the time. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I delete a lot of stuff. I'm sure Jesus broke a table leg a lot too, you know? Yep, that's <laughs> for sure. Cool. Very cool. Okay, so go back to uh, past Jared and think about what is one thing you wish you had done differently or you wish you had known before you had started this music journey? Something I wish I had known before I started this music journey. Um, hmm. A funny one that I'll say to stall as to think of a good one is that I wish I knew it wasn't near as glamorous as the daydreams, you know, had it to be. Oh. I mean, like I was saying, it's like sitting down every day by myself in this room as a very extroverted person to write, to write music, you know? Mm. So that's why collaboration is so awesome. Cause I'm like people. Yeah. <laughs> um, hmm. What's an, another big thing. I think another one that I wish I had known that I think would have made um, the first couple years of undergrad, just much more profitable um, is that networking is is like the name of the game for i think really creative any creative field because everyone there are tons of people who don't score films who can score films at like my ability i mean there are tons of people who could score a film to hans zimmer's ability but this the matt the the fact is is that the people who make the films that hans zimmer or john williams scores trust those people because they have a relationship with that person. Um, and so working in a creative industry is about the trust in relationships just as much as it is about your skill and whatever art form you're doing. And I wish I had known that particularly my freshman and sophomore year. Cause I was like, Oh, I just have to get really good and then it will work. And yeah. freshman year in particular was just like, I mean, it was an awesome year. Don't get me wrong. But it was fairly awful in terms of that because I was like, oh, I just got to practice. I got to be good. Blah, 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 blah. You know? Um, so I, I wish I had known that earlier. Mm. Yeah. 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 I uh, love looking back on past moments and like learning from our mistakes, you know, something that we could do differently and how to change whatever. And so, um, yeah, that's really good to hear. Really good things. Okay. So, what do you feel like is the most rewarding part of composing? 
Oh, oh, yeah. This, this <laughs> is easy. So, um, I guess for those of you who don't know, anytime and there's this thing in music called a suspension, which is where a note doesn't fit into the song, but it sounds cool when it doesn't fit. Um, and it often makes things feel heroic. So any Marvel movie is full of these suspensions and it happens anytime Captain America is standing, you know, on like a hill and the camera is looking up at him, there's gonna be a suspension there. Um, and a few, last week I was, I was writing this cue, it was kind of sad um, and, and for stealing the show and someone says like this, this banger of a line and it's like, oh, that's heavy. And I was like, I was playing along and I played a suspension and it fell like right after the person said the line. And I was like, ooh, I feel that. I got the feels. Um, so I was like, oh, that's good. And so, and it happened to be of a, of a, of a like military context. And I was like, oh, this is even better. Um, so anytime I give myself the feels of, of a scene, whether or not like this afternoon, I was freaking myself out with this like thriller thing or with it was that where I was like, oh, that's so sad. Or if it's like funny, like anytime I make myself feel what I'm trying to make other people feel yeah. as I'm scoring, it's just like, oh, that's good. It's just, it's a great feeling. <laughs> I loved all of that. That was amazing. <laughs> oh my gosh. Do you get like goosebumps and you're like, oh wow, that was it. That was the moment right there. Yeah, sometimes I feel like I shouldn't because, you know, there's that vision of like the angsty, grumpy artist of like, oh, my work is never good enough. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. But then I'm sitting here, I'm like, oh, that was nice. That was, that was good. Other times I'm being like, that was garbage, Jared. Right. The moments where I'm like, oh, that was, yeah, this is good. <laughs> hey, and you got to hype yourself up some way. That's good. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was awesome. Wow. Okay. Random question. Nothing to do with music, but I oh, like, I love this. I love Marvel, anything Marvel, superheroes, all that. So what yeah. is your favorite Marvel superhero? Oh, I'm, 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 Captain America is, is, is yes. really the best. Same. Honestly, he's really good. Yeah. I'm starting to really like Falcon now with, okay. you know, the new show that's mm -hmm. going on. Yeah. I'm starting to like him a lot, but yeah, Captain America takes the cake. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. Oh, I know. I was so sad. I was like, no, you got rid of his shield. You were supposed to keep it. Why? I know. I was like, what are you doing? I know. <laughs> exactly. He's going to get it back. It's like yes. the last episode, he's going to take it back. And he's going he's to do it's... it, but in his own way. Yeah. I hope it's not the last episode, though. I can't wait that long. Like, the Captain America that they have now, sorry, he's I don't know. worst. Yeah. Can't handle him. It really is. <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh, sorry. That's completely random, but like I said, I, I care about Marvel, so I had to ask. <laughs> oh man, okay, so whoever is listening to this, I don't know if there are musicians or filmmakers or writers or whoever. Um, so what tips could you give to people who are wanting to pursue any of their dreams or specifically those people who are wanting to pursue music? Where do they start? Um... Well, if you're trying to start with the learning stuff, um, I hate to be the broken record of what the rest of the world says, but YouTube is, is your best friend. I mean, I taught myself how to use a DAW, which is like the main tool of a media composer through YouTube. Um, so YouTube is, is the best. Just search orchestral mixing or writing to film and you'll find a 
vast ocean of knowledge on YouTube. So YouTube is your best friend. Like for this film, I feel like a scam because I didn't know how to do this thing. Like I should know how to do this. So I went on YouTube and taught myself how to do it. And you know, this is, this is an actual film I'm doing this. So YouTube is your best friend for really any artistic thing. Um, what's, what's another, another big thing. Um, I have this imposed upon me with deadlines. Um, but a good piece of art is much better than a great one that's never finished. Ooh. Um, so, cause if, if you're, especially if, you know, from a Christian perspective, our art, whatever form that is, is supposed to serve the world, right? It's supposed to show the kindness of God, brighten someone's day, all, you know, all sorts of stuff. And, but if you never put it out there, if it's never there for people to see, hear, feel, taste, maybe you're a chef, you know, they never get to taste your souffle because you keep throwing it away because it's not perfect, then you're doing a whole lot less good than if you were just giving good stuff out there, you know? So don't let perfectionism take that away from you and being able to help people with it. Um, like I said before, networking is the name of the game. Um, and, and just take opportunities as they come to you, especially at the beginning, no matter how small. Um, because like when I look back of like the things that um, got me this project or, or got me to this place. It was honestly, it wasn't necessarily me actively seeking out and creating opportunities. It was more of just kind of being aware of them as they came hmm. and, and, and just honestly being a good, to use biblical language, to be a good steward of that, that opportunity. So like yeah. that um, seniors film, you know, I just, I was like, yeah, that'd be awesome. And did the best I could with that or bumping into that media composer. Um, and then like, oh, this would be really cool to learn from him. So, mm. you know, taking lessons from him and then um, joining a Discord chat that made me, that gave me a connection to record cello for an Australian short film and just having that small opportunity and, wow. and being a good steward of that. And never, I mean, there's, there's the dream of, you know, composing, you know, like, the music for the Lord of the Rings TV show that's coming out. Like that's, that's a dream, you know, but at the same time of just like, not in like a, you know, feel the grind kind of way, but just putting your head down and doing the best with each opportunity that comes. And it, it just kind of keeps rolling and rolling is, is, is what I found. So networking and just make the most out of each opportunity that comes your way. And yeah, that will probably lead to the next one. That's what's yeah. happened for me. Like for all sure. of them are connected. Yeah. And I feel like too, like if you are taking those small opportunities, like you said, no matter how small they are, um, God definitely is going to open up that door if it's his will. You know, like for me, I I quit my job last year from something. I was like terrified. I was like, okay, Lord, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing, but you have it in your hands. And um, I was exploring different things and um, the Lord just brought me my new job, which is working at this school now. And I have loved it. Like I had no idea how much I would love this. And so um, I think definitely there's a key in that is just taking those opportunities, no matter if they're scary or, you know, you're like, um, no, that's for losers. And I'm not that, you know, it's just like <laughs> taking those things and walking with it. So yeah, yeah. it's super good. Very cool. Um, okay. So well, I have two more questions, but the first one is, how do you feel like you're like 
working for the Lord in this? And how do you feel like you're glorifying him in this industry? Um, I think one of the ways, um, I use this as an example. This is a research project I'm doing right now. Um, so there's this composer who was born in Estonia um, named Arvo Pert. His music is gorgeous. You should look him up. Okay. Um, all of you listening, this is your homework. Go look up Arvo Pert. Yeah. Um, he's this wonderful old man who's been writing music for a long time. Um, and he created this certain technique of writing music. And he wanted to um, come up with a way to harmonize a melody that reflected the constant presence of God in the world. And so um, he wanted to come up with a way that you would be aware of it when you were listening for it hmm. and not aware of, like consciously aware of it, but you could still kind of feel it, you know? Kind of like there are, there are seasons in our lives where we're just like, oh man, like God's with me. Here we go. This is great. And there are other seasons where it's just like, what, what in the world happened? Like, where's this like buddy that like I felt all of last week? Like for me, it seems to go in like weak chunks. Like one week is great. And then it's like, wow, this is awful kind of a deal. And yeah. so he came, like, came up with something like that. Um, and which is super, super cool. And, and for me, I honestly kind of get that from his music. Um, but one of the, um, so there are like really concrete ways of, of like that, of, you know, you could set text or, or something like that, but that's not really the way I'm, I'm drawn to. Like, even though I majored in, like my principal instrument was voice in undergrad, I've never written a vocal piece yet. Um, and because I think in, in writing music, um, and writing good music and um, putting my own experiences and, and, and thoughts and worldview in purely instrumental music. Um, in, in a large way, I feel like that's showing the kindness of God to other people. That's another really big thing God's just been teaching me of the importance of his kindness um, in all things. And so writing a piece of music um, that... Um, helps other people in that really vague way that every musician says of like it either brightens their day or I've had a lot of like epiphanies while listening to music I'm sure a lot of people have had like weird epiphanies as they listen to music mm -hmm. and that's a huge way to to you know serve other people through the music and then there's also just reflecting the creativity of God which is super cool yeah. and, and knowing that you know this is like God like in the creation mandate right told us to to like be be gardeners and 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 foster the potential of the earth and mm -hmm. in a funny way as a composer I'm kind of doing that I'm like organizing the raw sound God gave me <laughs> into music um which is which is really cool and what I found that while all that might not sound like unconcrete and stuff um is that when people listen to my, my music like at grad school we showcase our music to to other people and uh, the comments I always get, um, even if I wasn't trying to communicate this, of like, wow, that was so hopeful, or, or that was that was peaceful, or that just made me happy, or that was that was super uplifting, or that was such a refreshing way to communicate grief, you know. And it's just I feel like it's just my worldview flowing into the music, and it because it, music teaches tends to teach people how to experience things and 
in ways that they never have before. Daphne Fine sent me a, oh my gosh, I said Daphne Fine. If she listens to this podcast, I'm dead. Mrs. Fine. <laughs> um, she, she sent me like this quote and it was talking about, you know, when I listen, when this person listens to music, they felt like music helped them feel a certain emotion in a way they've never felt before and they understood it better. And so if people are getting that from my music, which has a biblical word, word view of grief or, or joy or whatever the story in the movie is, you know, that's helping people see things in, in a different light that they wouldn't necessarily be getting from a composer with a totally different worldview, which is a really long winded answer to answer your question. No, that was fantastic. Super, super good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know I keep commenting on everything you're saying, but um, if you think about back to the garden or even the whole story of the Bible, I feel like it is really this whole story and our lives are a story in itself. And so that's exactly what you're doing with music is creating this story. And, you know, I, I support you as a friend standing by your side and I'm saying, good job. So keep pressing forward. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, random, random question. Oh, and before I ask this question really fast, I am totally, totally going to send Mrs. Fine this podcast. I'm going to say, listen oh, to thanks. this. Yep. Yep. Thanks. You know, just, I have to, I have to. That would be just fine. <laughs> that would be just fine. Oh man. Okay. So what is your favorite composer? If you have one. <laughs> At the moment, Arvo Pear, because like my research project is on him and his interviews are just great to watch just because he's happy and a wonderful person. And so I think his, like his music and John Williams and Mahler or Gustav Mahler have had like the biggest impact on me musically and how I see it. So I'd probably say they're the favorites. Arvo Pear is the favorite at the moment, but they tend to they're like a trinity of favorite composers that like rotate. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Okay. So any last tips, thoughts, concerns, questions, comments, any one word answers you could give to people that would like rock their world, anything you want, just anything. I have something. Um, So this, this is one of the epiphanies I had while listening to a concert. Um, You know, one of those musical epiphanies. And it's really stuck with me of um, God has given each one of us our passions and talents for a reason, um, which I feel like we've all heard, but he's also given you the amount of passion and skills and talents for a certain thing that you have right now for a reason. So like when in college, I was stressing out because like I wasn't the greatest vocalist there. I wasn't top five greatest vocalists there I was probably bottom third you know and I was like man I gotta be as good as this person here you know I gotta sound like this person um but God didn't want me to sound like that person God didn't want me to be the best vocalist at Bob Jones if I was probably wouldn't have switched my major to composition you know yeah um and God didn't make me the best person in terms of like rhythmic and drums and stuff like that which affects the music i write and gives my music a certain sound so god has given all of us the amounts of talent and skill in certain things Hmm. for a reason it doesn't mean that we shouldn't want to get better but we are where we are right now talent and skill wise because that amount of talent or skill you have in whatever thing 
is the amount that God needs you to have to do what he wants you to do this week. Wow. You know? Wow. That's, that's the last tip. Dude, because dude. it's huge. Because oh. it keeps you from like working yourself to death to get better. You know, it gives yeah. you peace and contentment about where you are and who you are right now as you Literally. go on. Wow. My mind is blown right now. Like that last piece right there. Yep. Just the big explosion. <laughs> like all the pieces of my brain just shattered and they're all like going everywhere. Yep. Yep. Just jazz hands, twinkle fingers, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> oh man, that was crazy. You know, actually, this is wild, like full circle, but your mom actually told me something. I know. I use my hands a lot. It's great. Um, for those of you who are just listening audio, Jared is making fun of me. So thank you, Jared. <laughs> um, but yeah, so something your mom told me, which is crazy that th this just came to mind, but um, I was having like a lot of comparison at RDOs and um, yeah, constantly just thinking like, oh, this person's better than me or this person sounds better than me or, you know, whatever. Um, and I, I like literally it consumed me while I was at that school and your mom just sat down with me one day and she's like, Kayla, I want you to put on a different pair of glasses and these pair of glasses that you are going to wear now are going to be this pair that you get to be yourself like there's full freedom and just being yourself and you get to, you know, use these giftings that God has given you. And yeah, you may not be like the top student or you may not be like that main role in the play, but that's okay because you're going to have these different glasses on and you're going to view things differently. And ever since then, I've had like this picture in my mind of, you know, how can I view things differently without the view of comparison, but with the view of, okay, God has created me this way. How can I, you know, steward these gifts that he's given me. And so, um, yeah, thank you for, for sharing what you just shared. It was just super good. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I have enjoyed this episode so, so much. It's been this awesome. Um, before we wrap up though, where can people find you? I know that sounds creepy. I don't mean it in a creepy way, but <laughs> where can people- well, my address yeah. <laughs> is um, 25th Pennsylvania Avenue, Washington, D.C. Um, oh, yep. That, um, that was great. Yeah. <laughs> I um, know exactly where that is. <laughs> um, so um, like we were talking way at the beginning, the YouTube thing has slowed down a little bit. So I would totally recommend that you go to Instagram and search Jared underscore Lane underscore composer because I want the world to know I'm a composer. <laughs> um, and if you follow me there, here's what you'll get. You'll get videos from like recording music for stealing the show. You'll get funny memes. You'll get wow. You'll get really chill videos with candles by a computer playing chill music. And then when the YouTube videos come back out, you'll also get those. So Jared oh underscore Lane underscore composer. Mic drop. Mic drop. Boom. Yes. The jazz hands are going out again, man. Oh, he just dropped the pen. I just dropped the pen. What is happening? My world is being shaken right now. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you, Jared, so, so much for being on the podcast. And y'all go follow him because you're just going to have these awesome candle videos and inspirational music. I'm plugging yeah. you there. Okay. Now you yes, have to live up to this plug. expectation. Yep. Yes. No pressure. It's fine. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. None felt. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, anyway, thank you again for being on the show and thank you everyone for listening.